Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, where we spotlight some of the most interesting firms and that are part of the GWBC community. And this is going to be a fun one. We have Denise Zanu with Black Mermaids Bath and Body. Welcome, Denise. Hey, Lee. Thanks for having me. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Black Mermaid. How are you serving folks? Uh, well, we are a um, natural skincare company. We've uh, been around for about seven years, and our goal is to make everyone feel as beautiful as they are. We have been um, actually manufacturing. We're a manufacturing company versus like a retail store. We're not a brick and mortar. So we service B2B and wholesale. So we have been available in retail stores uh, across the Southeast uh, so far. So now um, the type of skincare or the beauty that uh, products that you serve, are there uh, something unique about them? Well, all of our products are what we call clean beauty and clean beauty means that they have been screened and formulated with no parabens, no sulfates, none of the things that would be carcinogenic. Um, they are all plant-based. So they're um, all vegan. Uh, which means they have no animal byproducts in them, except for we have one exception because we do use honey. And so that being the case, they've been scientifically formulated, but naturally inspired. Now, um, did you start with one product and then just slowly grow into multiple products? How to Tell us about how this began. Well, it began when I was a school teacher and I was teaching chemical change uh, to some of my special education students. And we didn't have science equipment. So what I was doing was using kitchen science to allow them to understand how science works in the regular world. And we created uh, soaps that were, <laughs> if I look back now, they were kind of bad, uh, but they were, you know, soaps that the kids made on their own and we would give them to teachers as gifts every year. And I had been doing that for several years, just giving away soaps. And one year I had a teacher who offered to buy some of the soaps. When she offered to buy them, I'm like, eh, are you sure? They don't look too good. And she said, well, hey, did you know that there was a huge market for natural products, including natural soaps? I had never heard of Whole Foods at the time. I'm so glad I know them now. And uh, But that was fantastic. And from there, we um, kind of went out and started doing, uh, we did one bazaar in the basement of a church. It was during the holidays in December. And when we did the bazaar, we made over $500 in three hours. And I said, this is a great business idea. Now, what made you uh, choose to be kind of a B2B and sell to retail rather than be like selling directly to the consumer? Well, one of the things we wanted to be able to do is to bring out a brand that was going to focus on the beauty of things that is natural. And so being able to do that, B2B allowed us to be able to present our products in a larger market with a greater reach than just selling it online and then or just selling it as a retail store. So we wanted a, a bigger reach and then and doing it B2B and doing it wholesale allowed us to do that. Now, what are some of the challenges when you're uh, when your customer isn't like kind of the end consumer? How do you create a product that the retailer then can resell? 
how do we, we create the products? Well, do you work that, in partnership with the retailer? Do they tell or do they have input and say, hey, we'd like to see more things that are purple or we would like you to do more things that are, you know, with this kind of ingredient? Well, because we consider ourselves a micromanufacturer, we have a little bit of flexibility in that. When we started the company, uh, we were starting, and I really just based it on the interests and needs of my current customers. Um, For instance, I had a customer who was um, in a wheelchair when I met her um, because she had MS. And I met her at a festival, and she had been walking the entire festival or in her chair being pushed around the entire festival trying to find bath bombs. And no one, she said, none of the, the, the crafters or businesses that she had come upon had ever made or ever had bath moms. So I kind of felt bad and I talked to her about what she needed. And I said, well, if you, you know, if you can wait a couple of days and if you're local, I can get some bath bombs to you. So she's actually been one of my longest standing customers. Uh, we created bath bombs for her. I have tried to give her bath bombs from other brands and other companies. And she says no every time. She is a diehard Black Mermaid. Uh, fan and customer, and um, we've helped her. Um, the the bath bombs actually helped her MS with um, being able to soak her muscles and relax. Um, so I've watched her go from being confined to a wheelchair to walking to married to the mother of two children. Wow, amazing story. Mm-hmm. Now, um, has this uh, COVID nineteen crisis that we're all going through impacted your business? Oh, yes. I, I And I hope everybody and you and your family are, are safe and doing well. It's been very challenging for everyone. Um, I have parents who are elderly, and so it's been a big concern for us. We wanted them to stay in place, and that was hard because they're retired and they're used to moving around and doing, going when and where they want, even if it was just a story every morning. But we um, actually are the, with the skincare line and we also have a men's line which is called Poseidon collection or the Poseidon men's collection um our lines have you know as far as the market in the industry mostly retailers are not buying right now and of course we know now in Georgia all the retailers are closed so we had to look and see well what could we do and where were we as far as um our resources and the needs of the community and in the area that I am in, um, we're a very close-knit economic community and business community, and there was a big need for hand sanitizer. So we pulled some resources together, and we started manufacturing hand sanitizer. And we're really um, lucky because we're able to do it on a continuous basis. So it wasn't just a one-shot deal. It is now a part of our entire line. We call it our new wellness line, and we'll be doing hand sanitizer, uh, liquid soap, and a couple other products that we hadn't carried before um, continuously now to help out. And that's one of those um, kind of unintended consequence, right, where you didn't go in to do this to add something to your line. You were trying to help, and then now you realize, hey, this might be something that we'll be able to use um, going forward after this pandemic is done. Exactly, because we looked at um, not only that, we looked at the fact that, you know, there's there's not just a need for the general community. And the big question we had was, well, what's going on with the essential businesses that are staying open? We're an essential business that, that had the opportunity to stay open. But what about some of the municipalities that were staying open? What are they getting? And we kept hearing from the community that, in particular, you know, our local city government, it was hard for them to acquire materials or PPEs. And so we were like, well, you know, we do have the alcohol. We do have things. We could make the hand sanitizer. 
Um, and so we make it based on CDC requirements, but we make it, uh, ours is a hand sanitizing gel. It is at 70%, which is above the minimum standards for from CDC. And um, it's actually been able to supply some of the police officers, uh, some of the civil serve, serve workers in different cities around Metro Atlanta, as well as even, I think, a couple of courthouses are going to be using them when they return back to work. So a lot of the essential businesses who are trying to either stay open or preparing to go back to work, they now have a continuous source for product that they know is going to be quality, you know, and they like it. And I keep hearing great uh, comments and compliments about the scent and stuff like that. Now, you mentioned that you, um, during the your company's evolution, that you've expanded into um, men's grooming and men's um, skincare. Have you also um, expanded outside of the U.S.? Do you do business um, in other countries? As a matter of fact, we had the opportunity to be a part of the Atlanta Metro Export Challenge last year, and which is uh, put on by uh, several of the uh, chambers of Congress throughout Metro Atlanta, and that actually helped our company to get export ready. So we're really excited about that. We've gone through the classes and workshops. We are export ready, and we are working with um, some some businesses out of Canada, Central America, and the Caribbean to be exporting by the end of 2020. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Now, um, are there any... um let's say, uh, I don't want you to not uh, to neglect anybody, but are there any places that you'd like to talk about where they people can find your products? Um, well, you can find our products online right now because we are sheltering in place and we're practicing um, good safety measures. So we right now are not doing, uh, a lot of companies will call and they'll ask for pickup. We actually do deliver to municipalities who are asking for product in order, but they can order online. We are shipping within 24 to 48 hours, um, so there's no um, there's no waiting for our product, and uh, they can order it there. And then um, talk a little bit about the GWBC. Have they helped you through this crisis? Maybe weather the storm, or maybe open maybe in the past maybe have opened some doors for you. Well, I'm fairly new to GWBC, but I know that it has. They've been really supportive. Um, when the right when the crisis is starting, we were. Um, I was talking to one of the um, members and officers, and uh, she was giving me different ideas on the things that I could do as far as helping to get the word out and helping to uh, let other companies know about what's available and about Black Mermaids as a whole and the things that we can do. So it's been really great. I've definitely appreciated some of the educational seminars that I've been um, looking at, and I've registered for a couple. And I think those are going to be great as far as helping us build our our business structure from the foundations and adding some depth to it that we had, didn't have before. Now, any advice for the, the business owner out there that is dealing with a crisis of this magnitude on how to stay positive but realistic and then look for opportunities maybe in places that uh, aren't obvious? The first thing I would say is breathe because <laughs> it, it takes a breath. You've got to stay positive. You've got to breathe and you've got to just think things through. Don't try to um, try to tackle everything at once. There's a African proverb that says bit by bit, we eat the head of the rat, which means you, you can't eat everything or take everything on at one time. You have to take it one, one bite at a time and chew it slowly. Um, but we, 
I would advise you to look at a different market or look at a different purpose. We repurposed ourselves. Um, wellness was not complete. It's not completely out of our wheelhouse, but it was not our direct market. And so this shifted us to a different market in a different and a little bit more of a different industry channel. You want to look at those things as far as look at what your customer needs right now. If you're considering what your customer needs and if you can meet those needs, so you're in the right place and follow that channel. And this is probably a good time to have those conversations with your customers and ask them because their needs Mm -hmm. might have changed as well. Yeah, and that's just the thing. It's that was one of the um, reasons we started with the hand sanitizers. Our customers were calling us asking, "Do you have it, or will you have it?" Um, it wasn't something that we we just decided to do. Um, we had customers who were saying, uh, "Who were saying, hey, I know this is going on, and I'm going to start looking for hand sanitizer. I use your moisturizers, I use your lotions, I use your shaving products. Do you have a hand sanitizer, or do you have something?" We sell um, face bars and body bars and soaps. Um, and that was another thing that started selling very quickly. We were like, well, we've got, we got to have soap. We're going to go ahead and use Black Mermaid um, body bars. And so when they were like, well, if you have the body bar, do you have this too? And so they started asking for the other PPEs and other things that we just, you know, decided which ones naturally fit into our company's mission and vision. Well, if somebody wanted to learn more um, to see what products you have available or to just kind of learn more about, um, you know, working with you, is there a website? There is a website. You can visit us at www.blackmermaidsoaps. That's mermaid singular, soaps, plural, dot com. Good stuff. And if you're interested in... Um, no, say it again, www And if you're interested in our men's line, you can go to www.poseidoncollection.com. Well, Denise, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thanks, Lee. I really appreciate it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Radio. Mm-hmm.